Well, hey there, Chadster. Hi. Welcome to the Canada Athletic Training Podcast. I'm Kevin. This is Chad. Oh, you know what? We what do you got? We got a button for that. Hit a button. I don't I don't know where I put it. Oh, gosh. There's too many buttons now. Well, here it is. It's right there. Oh, there it is. It's just got our names backwards. I can go by I gotta, today. I got to get these graphics right sometime. What are you doing? Come on, man. Well, I'm an athletic trainer. I'm not a graphic designer, <laughs> but we're trying. Hey, you got multiple degrees. You can figure out yeah, somehow right. to do I this. Do. Oh, it's the Canada Athletic Training Podcast. What episode number is this? Uh, two hundred and seven, six. Two hundred six. I cheated. I looked. Um, I, did, I, I had two as well. I mean, you, we're pretty far into this. Yeah. And I think we've we've finally gotten to a point right now um, where we have a very exciting show. We, <laughs> it only we, took two hundred five episodes. We, exactly. We we've gotten to. Uh, we got exciting news. We got a great guest. Yeah, we're um, going to so start stay, the show with our yeah. feature topic. and So stay tuned because things that we've been promising you is, you know, we're, we're going to try to save you money as athletic trainers. Yeah, one of, our, one of our newest sponsors is here, and they're gonna, uh, we're going to talk. I think we've all been waiting in anticipation to meet um, said representative of a wonderful insurance company that is going to save you a bunch of money. That's a professional tease right there. It's mm. good for you. Yeah, absolutely. So... If so, we, before we do our feature topic, let's just thank our yeah. official, the official sponsor of Canada Athletic Training is Healthy Roster. Uh, check them out at uh, healthyroster.com. They are the premier electronic medical records uh, company uh, in the world. We'll just say it, in the world. They're the best. So if you are um, thinking about getting a new EMR, if you're looking towards uh, a new platform for next year, if you're planning, um, don't do anything without checking them out. Um, Check them out at HealthyRoster.com. Just make sure that you let them know that Kevin and Chad are the ones that said... Please do. You need to work with them. So They're the best. They are. They're the best. If you're not if you're not working with them, you're wrong. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. But check them out. Yeah. I mean, by, by all means, if you have any questions about how to make your EMR, you know, better for athletic trainers. That's what they're doing. Yeah. They're so... Doing. You know what? We can we'll thank what? our other sponsors a little bit, but let's let's get to the let's get to the what is it? Um the main course, the Ooh, the entree? The the entree. <laughs> I wanted to say the soup de jour, but that's like soup of the day. And this is bigger <laughs> than soup. This is way better than soup. This is not an amuse bouche at all. We're going full entree right. right away. So we're gonna go let's do our feature topic. Here let's we go. Do it. Ready? It's totally the wrong music, but that's okay, Kev. Is it really? Yeah, you just hit. Oh, it's sorry. Fine. Here. Yeah, I'm just going. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's just in an order. I just I just go in an order yeah. on this thing. All right, so we're gonna put the graphic up first. Okay, so um, this is our newest sponsor of Canada so Athletic true. Trainers, Athletic Trainer Insurance Plus, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and we have we have Joe here on the show. Let's bring Joe on. Bring on the Joe. Joe, are you there? I am. Hello, hello, fellas. Hello, Joe. Do you want to you want to introduce yourself and let everyone know who you are? I do. And by the way, I appreciate the introduction. I agree with you. I can't think of a more interesting topic around athletic training than insurance. <laughs> so I agree. This has to be considered the entree, right? Uh, um, it's exhilarating. Exhilarating insurance. <laughs> That's what I think of when I think of athletic training. No, I, my name is Joe Fagan. I am the director of strategic partnerships for. Um, at Athletic Trainer Insurance Plus, which is a division of Arthur J. Gallagher, a much larger insurance broker, a global insurance broker, and 
delighted to partner with you guys and get some exposure to the uh, athletic training community and hopefully help some folks out. Oh, thank you for being here. And been, this is exciting. Yeah. And Joe's, Joe's a super happy guy. He's down in Jacksonville. It's probably, I the last time I looked at a weather map, it was the only place in the country where anybody was happy. <laughs> His Jaguars, are you a Jaguars or Jaguars or Jag? It's like potato, potato. It's, how do you say it? Jaguars? Listen, if we're winning, you can call us anything you want. I say Jaguars. The division champions. Whatever you want. Jaguar. Jaguar. That was a Will Ferrell thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Probably. Saturday Night Live. So, Joe's happy. How long have you been with um, A-Tip? Can we say A-Tip? A-Tip. It's funny. That's what we call it internally. So I like that yeah. you guys have ju- have jumped onto that. I, I've I, I helped this company launch into the insurance business back in 2010 when we first launched our, our first line of insurance into the massage space, uh, liability insurance, massage therapists. Helped grow that into the beauty space, into the yoga space, into the personal training and fitness space, and you know, fairly more or more recently, the athletic trainer space, which is uh, something we've been hoping to do for a long time. And how long have you been in the AT space? Well, our business uh, about two years now. Oh, that's fantastic! Oh, so that's great. That's so that's so fantastic, um, Joe. Just as as we're going, we're going to try to keep up with our listeners. They're they're definitely going to have some questions. We're going to try to you know ask those as they come up. Yeah, we've we've announced this for a couple of weeks now, and yeah. people keep wanting more and more information. We're like, we'll let you know as soon as we know. So. Do you want, Kevin, you want to read the questions as they come in? Go ahead. I don't know. I mean, sure. Uh, our, our boy Dylan, do you all have different rates if an athletic trainer is functioning as a as-needed PRNAT versus an athletic training trainer employed by their company using their company's insurance first and theirs as a secondary insurance? So do you provide insurance as a secondary insurance for – um, PRN athletic trainers is another, I think another way to ask that. We, we do, we actually, it's, it's, it's differentiated by the way we, we call it as employed or self-employed. And that basically is exactly what you had mentioned, whether you're covered by your company's policy, you need some additional kind of coverage on top of that. And it's a significant difference in cost. Um, you know, our, our retail rate for a full-time self-employed uh, athletic trainer is, you know, and this is a full scope of coverage. It's not just PL and GL. There's a lot, quite a bit of insurance involved. It's, a, it's $699 annually, which by the way, is much less than anything else we've found in the marketplace. Kevin, well, Kevin owns his own business. And yeah, Kevin. Joe. So, I mean, we're, we're going to have some conversations for sure. Uh, probably off air as well. Uh, well, actually you and my wife will probably have conversation because she handles all the insurance side of our business, but um, we're having the hardest time finding insurance covering not only what would be like a rehab and gym space, but then also the clinic side of our, of our business. Um, and we, I've been very excited ever since we got hooked up with you guys because I pay for professional liability more than twice what I am now going to pay with you guys. Um, and I've been doing that for three years. And because, frankly, I just kept using the same professional liability insurance company that I used when I was working for uh, an employer and then also even when I was in school. And so I'm very excited that finally there are going to be more options, options. out there. Yes. And I mean, the fact that you guys are athletic trainer insurance plus, I mean, the fact that you're literally thinking about this unique profession 
it just speaks to so many, so many of us that it is a unique uh, profession. A lot of people don't understand what it is and you're here just naming insurances after it. I love it. It's great. So, um, I'll tell you flat out, as soon as I saw that number come across that when Chad said, Hey, I think we're going to get hooked up with these guys. I was like, Oh my God. Um, I'm going to go buy a steak dinner and have another entree. (laughs) So we've got here, I think this is, this is the terms of the agreement that we have. So if you're a member of the Canada athletic training podcast, um, this is great podcasting for those of you who aren't watching on YouTube, but I'm going to try and read it. Um, so you can listen along here. Uh, if you are an athletic training student, you can get, um, liability insurance for $59. If you're part-time employed, uh, $89. If you're a full-time employed, uh, athletic trainer, you can get your professional liability insurance for 179. If you're a candidate athletic training member, part-time self-employed 299 and full-time self-employed 624. So I think that's what, uh, that's the discount that, um, our sponsors are giving to us. So that's the discounted rate. If you're not a member of the athlete, uh, candidate athlete training podcast, you can still get Liability insurance, liability insurance through athletic training insurance plus yeah. it's just not the lowest price you'll be able to get right and so all the listeners right now we will we will share the the website um the landing page that they have uh made for us so that you all have access to get the correct amount for your professional liability and probably ask a lot of questions fill out some paperwork um one one question that keeps coming up joe and before we keep letting you talk about um, anything else. A lot of athletic trainers are also strength and conditioning specialists. They, they have their CSCS, um, and they need to cover themselves on both ends. Is that an option with athletic trainer insurance plus? Our coverage extends to strength and conditioning coaching as well. Look at that. Wow. Jesus. It's just a simple answer. Smiles yes. everywhere. Yes. It's just, when, when was it's the last not, time you got a simple answer from insurance companies? It's straightforward huh? and to the point. Uh, we have another live stream uh, question here. It says, if I'm a full-time employed and do PRN work occasionally, which one should I select? And I think this uh, a, there was a, a question a couple of weeks ago when we first made this announcement. Can you just let people know uh, the level, like what the pre- like how much coverage are they getting for what uh, they're paying? Sure. And by the way, in that scenario, you would, you would look at, um, you always want to take what the highest level of, of, of anything that you're doing and apply it to there. And that would be your full-time professional employment level. So our a retail rate, we retail that at $199, but of course we have a discount for anybody listening to this, to this or watching this at uh, so that would only come out to 179. Um, but to get into a little bit of, of, of kind of what comes with that, what do you, what do you get with that? Cause as I mentioned, you know, it's not just the PL and GL that you receive. You get, um, you do get professional and general liability. And of course, we know that professional liability is the mal- is what's the malpractice insurance. So if, if, a, if an incident occurs that's due to the negligence of the athletic trainer, that's covered up to a million dollars per occurrence or up to $3 million per year. Um, the same amount of coverage is applied for general liability. And of course, general liability is typically known as the slip and fall insurance, the freak accident insurance. Yeah. 
interesting piece here is we find a lot more claims come in for general liability than we do professional liability. And to me, that tells a good story. That means athletic trainers are trained very well in what they're doing. They're not actually hurting people in general, but it's really hard to foresee that freak accident, the water that's leaking off the roof that causes somebody to slip and fall or what, you know, whatever freak accident might occur. So we see a lot more claims come in with that. And I find some comfort level in that because again, athletic trainers are trained very well. They're that's doing a really interesting point. Do you have, is that like just for your company or is that like statistically like all athletic trainers across the country, regardless of who they're using, like claim wise? You know, that's an, that's an interesting question. I don't know the answer to that. I currently only have the data for what we, for your, what we offer and okay. the coverage and the claims that we've seen come in. But I, yeah, I would love to get back to you with that answer. That's probably worth investigating. And I'll tell you, Joe, um, you know, I'm in a u- unique situation. Not a lot of athletic trainers like necessarily own their own business, but my professional liability is completely separate from my general liability. So I, I will rephrase if, if I'm also including my general liability in this one policy, I mean, honestly, I am only going to be paying one third of what I normally pay for insurance for those two policies. So that's pretty phenomenal. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Um, I don't think many, I didn't even know an athletic trainer should have general liability until I started my own business. And it is. It's it's the one that most people are going to probably have to utilize. Hopefully not, but at some point in their career, it might happen um, because it's the it's the things that you don't see, and it's the the accidents that what insurance is r- truly for. Correct. It really is, and you brought up a good point. Insurance is a strange psychological purchase because you're buying something that you hope you never use. Right. So it's, uh, you know, and we hope you never have to use it as well. But at the end of the day, that's we're here not for day to day usage or just small events. We're here to, to stop a life altering, a career changing event. And we see it every day. You know, um, you know, again, nine times, nine out of 10 people will never use the insurance. And that's a beautiful thing. And that's, again, why we're able to keep our costs so low, because loss ratios are so low. But, you know, we see every day that one claim that comes in from somebody and it could be you know, in so many cases it's from somebody that they know that they had a relationship with they worked with for 10 years an incident occurs and that person has hospital bills and they end up suing the athletic trainer and then suing the location that they work with and suing everybody who they can potentially get money out of and you know it's i find comfort in what we do because we do protect those people from what could be a career ending event Love it. I don't know if you can see the um, the comments in the live stream, Joe, but one of our members is mad that we haven't sent a link to him <laughs> in the last three minutes because he's like, "I'm sold I'm already. Sold. Just send me the link." We might have our it. first. We might have our first referral by <laughs> by before nine o'clock our time. So just so you know. All right. Well, thank you guys. I'm out. <laughs> You've done a nice job, Joe. Right. Um, <laughs> what about CPR instructors? Coverage CPR include them. We, we, we don't have it earmarked specifically for CPR, but if you do CPR instruction as a part of your athletic training or strength and conditioning, then, then that would be covered. We wouldn't necessarily um, offer coverage to somebody who just does CPR um, sure. training, but again, if it's a part of the scope of your practice, it would be covered. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you had the data in front of you. Do you see a lot more claims from the PRN work or like the you know weekend coverage tournament, or do you see a lot more from just traditional employed athletic trainers? 
You know what? I, I don't want to. I don't want to assume and speak on things that I don't one hundred percent know of. I would believe it would be from probably just the general um, employed or self employed athletic sure. trainers. But uh, I'd rather. I'd rather say I don't know and get back to you with that information. Yeah, I'm just stuff. curious. I think that's one of those. Maybe next time we have you on, maybe we'll play like a little fun game, like you know, just make it you know uh, a guessing game. That's what we do here. Mm. We like how many you know. I, w- I would love to know. Honest to God, I would love to know. What kind of numbers are we talking about uh, for the profession? Like how many claims, how many, you know, lawsuits, like what, what is the amount of dollars that is we're saving here (laughs) or, or not saving in some cases? I I think that's a really important conversation. And I think the candid guys should be the ones to address it. Absolutely. At some point. So maybe, maybe we'll have you on in a couple months and maybe we'll play some sort of game like that. I'd be delighted if with a little preparation, dig into some of these, because there's some very interesting numbers when you look into insurance claims and everything involved. And, you know, without being able to, of course, to give any specific details, sure. or, but I would love, you know, I'd be delighted to be able to ping some numbers back and forth to kind of talk about what, you know, what that looks like. Because, yeah, you know, dude. insurance is heavily regulated. There's laws regulating us. We can't overcharge for something. You know, we have to stay within certain loss ratios. So, um, you know, again, very open book about what, what that looks like. But you guys said you guys were in a pretty unique situation, which is why you could, you know, we've, we were looking, we've been looking for a long time for a partner, uh, in terms of professional liability insurance for this exact thing that we're trying to do, where we will help you reach all the athletic trainers that are listening to this show. And in return, we wanted to reward the people that take care of us, you know, our members and say, Hey, can we get a discounted rate? You said you were in a unique situation where you guys can uh, afford to do that. Uh, I think that's great. Yeah. And I can explain a little bit why. Um, and first off, I want to mention, because when you hear words like discount on insurance or, you know, things like that, you, you know, some people start to pause and they say, well, I, I didn't think that that was legal. And there's, you know, there are laws regulating those types of instances. So I just want to be very palms sure. up. And hopefully we, I'm we, not speaking incorrectly. Oh, no, no, no. Everything, wow. everything is the first completely time. above board, but <laughs> I just like to speak to it so that there's no, there's, you know, there's no, um, um, considerations or, you know, a, a misunderstanding. And, you know, we, we created and sell our program as a membership program. So you, it, it's a membership, it's inclusive of liability insurance. There's a suite of member benefits that come with it, discounts on products and services related to athletic trainers and a suite of, 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 of other tools and employee benefits that they get from it. And every, every policy that insurance company has paid, the, the underwriters are paid the exact same amount. So um, the little bit of margin we take is, is is what is deducted from when we offer some type of discount and the reason we're able to offer it at so low is because we found a working model when we built this business first in the massage space and the beauty space we found a working model and built the technology that we're able to now facilitate the sale of these policies through an e-commerce solution um, mm-hmm. meaning that nine you know 70 something percent of our customers never speak to a human you can go online you can literally get this process done in under three minutes Mm. it can cost you as you see you know anywhere from sixty dollars as a student to seven hundred dollars as a as a you know 624 as a full-time self-employed um and you're covered with millions of dollars worth of coverage and all without speaking to a human and again can you know can be done in all in under three minutes that e-commerce solution has allowed us to reduce a massive amount of costs, which as most wow. people know, customer acquisition is typically the highest cost prohibitive piece of any business. And by allowing an e-commerce solution, which we can facilitate through marketing and partnerships, we've be, we're able to reduce a tremendous amount of that customer acquisition cost. And of course, pass that savings on to our customers. 
That's fantastic. That's yeah, amazing. And, and we hope to help you with that in terms of yeah. acquiring as many. We want every athletic trainer that's listening to this podcast help to, me to help one you. join the Candid Athletic Training Podcast membership program, and then go to Athletic Trainer Insurance Plus and get a discount. On, I mean, you should have it. It's like a I don't want to say necessary evil, but like no, like you said, it's not sexy. It's not. It's like having car insurance. You you wouldn't drive your car without it. You shouldn't operate your career without it. You know. Yeah, and you need, you need to be properly covered. Um, Ed, one of our loyal listeners, Ed brought up a scenario. You know, empl- some employers will actually say no. Like you probably don't need to get professional liability because you're covered under our like umbrella policy. Um, Maybe some thoughts on that, Joe. I, I mean, I, I feel like I, I know what the answer is going to be. I think you should probably always have your own insurance just in case, right? Um, but any thoughts on that? If your employer is actually telling you, hey, no, 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 we got it. Yeah, I well, so that is a that's a, a challenge we face all the time. And, and to me, that's a, it's, it's more of an educational piece to what we try to do is make people understand what they are covered for and what they aren't covered for in a typical employer-employee um, coverage relationship. Because um, typically the coverage that extends to the business owner's policy, the guy that owns the business, that owns the studio, they typically do purchase uh, a business owner's policy and they extend some coverage to their trainers. But in almost all cases, that is simply general liability coverage. In most cases, there's no professional liability as a part of any of that, yeah. um, which means that they are still completely at risk. If they do end up accidentally hurting somebody, some type of negligence and that person is sued, they would be completely, you know, they were very much at risk of, of a major lawsuit and, and having to pay, you know, come out of pocket for that. Awesome. So that's one piece of it. So in most cases it's just PL, not GL. And then of course, you know, it's, it's nice to have some additional coverage for one, somebody sues you directly. If you do any work on the side, it's also good for the employer. And this is another thing that I don't, you know, I can't, I, I can't really foresee a reason why an employer would suggest somebody to not purchase their own mm-hmm. because that that would offset the cost that potentially could, could happen to the employer because if, if an incident occurs and that and the person who would, in which the incident occurs decides to sue the athletic trainer, they're probably also going to sue the, the business owner. Um, well, guess what? The athletic trainer, if they're covered by our policy, their policy is going to be the one that first hit. So they're going to have to pay out the claims. Now, if the claims go beyond the amount of coverage that the athletic trainer has, then it would hit typically the business owner's right. policy. So it would make sense for a business owner to require or if at, at worst encourage their, their folks to, to carry their own insurance. Um, one question. I So each state, most states ac- across the nation have a pretty consistent uh, minimum coverage. Some states have different coverage, like the, the 1 million and the 3 million and so forth. Um, is there options within your insurance plans or is it just the one we, we have so the the way our programs work is that in the individual states that have different aggregates or different limits that are beyond what we would normally sell then those states they're they would they would automatically co- be covered for that amount okay. we have elected and again this is all Almost everything we do is to, we, we, we have what is considered the strongest insurance in the business, but everything else we do is to try to keep the cost as low as possible for the athletic trainer. So keeping it as just one option is one of the things that does allow us to continue to right. offer it as low as cost as we can. So it's just the one option. Um, 
Now, I will say that there are, you know, the folks that are much more dialed into the industry that know the different legal amounts for each state. I, I don't have those numbers in front of me, but they're sure. the ones that, yeah. that built this policy and built it the way that, you know, if, let's say it's Arkansas. If Arkansas requires you to have six million, if you enroll in Arkansas, you'll see on the application, it'll show that you're getting six million aggregate. Always Arkansas. It's always, I, I don't want to pick on Arkansas. It might not be Arkansas. <laughs> That's okay. Arkansas. You know, um, another question that came up. So, I mean, I think that's one, it's amazing. Like, right. You guys are figuring out how to save people money by basically saving yourselves money by being more e-commerce. Um, if somebody has a question and they, they need to talk to a human, I mean, are there humans to talk to, uh, you know, is there, is there a line, a number that people can call to ask like specific questions? Everybody's situation is just a little bit different. Not only are they humans, they're friendly. We, mm. um, we, of it. We, you know, we focus so heavily on that side of the business and, you know, I, you know, not everybody loves Amazon, but Amazon has such a great model. They have a great customer service. They've, you know, they've really kind of paved the way for, for what a pop, you know, what a proper e-commerce solution could look like. And they don't shy away from customer service. I don't know if you've ever had to return something to Amazon or even make a phone call. I mean, those people are delightful and they answer the phone sure. and we do the same thing. Awesome. We do have business hours. We have off hours. Um, our claims lines are open 24 seven because we know if you need somebody there, you absolutely need somebody. So those are open 24 seven. But um, in terms of enrolling or just asking a customer service related question, we have a friendly, all licensed agents, staff ready to answer your questions and, and guide you too if you if you don't know exactly the direction to take. This is fantastic. Um, one more thing I think we should bring up. Once someone's uh, a member of Athletic Trainer Insurance Plus or ATIP, talk to about, uh, tell them about the uh the perks, yeah, the this perks me- rewards, this membership. So, w- but wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, there's more. So you get you give them discounts on other products for using your service. That's right. You know, you know, going back to the whole, um, you know, purchasing insurance, that weird psychological thing where you're purchasing something that you hope you don't ever use. You know, we 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 thought of that and we realized that how, how great would it be is if if we supplied something that they did use. That way every year when you have to go back to what a lot of people consider this burdensome line item, oh, I have to pay for this insurance. Wouldn't it be nice if they looked at that and said, oh, I need to renew this because I am benefiting in this, 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 and this way. So we go to great lengths to try to answer those questions. So we've built an insurance marketplace um, within this program. So if you buy into our program, you get access to group rates on dental insurance, vision insurance, Um, a telemedicine program. We have a concierge service that'll walk you through the ACA to find you the best health insurance options. We're constantly forming partnerships with wonderful companies like Canada Athletic Training um, to find um, discounts that we can add into our member portal to benefit um, uh, athletic trainers. We also have discounts on some global things like Lenovo and Office Depot and UPS and things that are very meaningful to your business. So we do try to supply a suite of member benefits in hopes to offset that, you know, that, that idea that, Oh, I don't, I don't want to buy this cause I don't, I don't want to use it. Hopefully they use it. Yeah. That's amazing. No, it's, that's so cool that you guys, are, you've thought about that as well. I mean, um, you know, obviously it's, it's great marketing, but at the same time, like you said, it, it, this is like a, it's a necessary cost that we all need to have every year and hopefully you never use it. And it, in that case, it's like, ah, oh, man, like it's just every year I got to write that check. But at the same time, maybe I'm going to save some money on the back end doing some other things and really 
get some of that cost back, right? So that's so cool. That's so cool. And so as a, you know, and I don't mind throwing this out there, we're, we are looking for, for partners in the space. So if anybody sure. is interested and there's, you know, there's ways that we can, you know, try to help promote your business to our customer base and back and forth. So if, um, you know, thank you guys again for helping to kind of spearhead some, some of these partnership elements that we're doing now. We really appreciate the exposure here. And I certainly don't mind using this platform to, to, to put out there that we're, you know, we're interested in talking to anybody who is uh, interested in talking to us. Now we, we are an insurance company. We have to vet anybody who we work with. We can only work with the top reputable folks in the industry because everybody's sketchy about insurance and we cannot partner with any sketchy companies <laughs> out there. So that's just Love the nature it. of the business we're in. <laughs> no. Yeah. Totally understand. Yeah. So if you know anybody that they need to hook up with listeners, um, by all means, reach out. I mean, I think you can definitely reach out to us. We can get a hold of Joe. Um, I think, you know, we do that organically a little bit on the on the podcast as well. You know, we ask our listeners all the time, like, if we could get you a discount on X, like, is that something you'd be interested in? You know, becoming a member of the show, is it is it important to get discounts? Is it important to get, you know, a free t-shirt or is it important to like, and a lot of people want associated discounts. And I, so I think taking care of athletic trainers by being a member of, you know, an insurance company. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty awesome. I mean, one thing that athletic trainers will let you know is that they wish they made more money. <laughs> so I think you are doing the service for us and, and saving, I mean, realistically, everyone wants to spend less money. So thank you for providing the service. We think it's fantastic and we're really super excited to be partnering with you guys. And this has been on our checklist for a long time. So, yes. um, yes. somebody wanted to, some, we have one more live stream comment or question. Um, he said, <laughs> I know it's cheap, but do you offer payment plans? You know what we uh, we we do now. Um, I do want to be very palms up about this as well. Is we we've looked into the opportunity for monthly options, and because again we offer it at such a low cost. And I'm going to be honest with this too. Insurance companies typically want nothing to do with something that has a $600 premium to it. They want you know they want the uh, you know the opportunity for seven eight figure. Um, you know, revenue from, from, from something for it to be worthwhile because they're putting up a lot of risk and potential claims. So to, you know, to be able to build a program like this is difficult anyway. Um, but I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. What was the original question? Uh, payment, like plans. payment plans. Like oh, monthly, payment plans. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. So we, we've been looking into these monthly options and it's just been challenging again because of the, the way our cost structure is, but we did end up partnering with PayPal and, uh, and they have allowed us to break our, um, annual payments up into 12 month wow. payments. Um, wow. So your relationship does end up being with PayPal. There is a little bit of a premium for that. Um, sure. They're going to take their cut, if you will. Yeah. The one thing I do want to mention is it doesn't, it doesn't flip it into a monthly option, meaning you can just pay for three months and then be done. They are going to expect the full payment over the course right. of 12 months. So if you stop paying there, you know, there's going to be a, you know, a financial you know, relationship between sure. you and PayPal. They're going to come after that, that cash. No, that's understandable. Um, is there anything else that we should know from yeah. your from your perspective, Joe? I think we hit a lot of things. Agreed. Um, if there's anything you can think of, otherwise, what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw the prices up on the screen one more time. We can run through those. Um, so, if you are a member of Candid Athletic Training, which if you're listening to the show, you should join. Just join our show. Just, just join, join our show. membership package. Just do uh, it. 
So if you are a member of Candidate Athletic Training and you are <clears throat> going to get new professional liability insurance with ATIP, if you're a student, it would be $59, part-time employee, uh, $89, full-time employed, $179, part-time self-employed, $299, and full-time self-employed, $624. And I think um, I think that's pretty outrageous. I know... I know I was spending more than that, and so I will be joining uh, and saving. I'll be one of them. Shaving. Yeah, so. <laughs> big time. And so just to answer your question, if there's anything else I'd want them to know, simply that, you know, it's not just the professional and general liability that comes with it. We really built this program to be almost to mirror what a business owner's policy would be as if you owned a studio and you had W-2 employees. Though I do want to be clear, if you have W-2 employees, in most cases that you're, there's going to be different state, you know, every state has different laws, but there's probably going to be additional insurances. You're going to have to purchase yeah. like workman's comp and things like that. But if you're not, if you're a solo practitioner and you own your own business and everybody who works with you or, or for you is an independent contractor, in a lot of cases, our program might cover what you would need as a business owner. And the reason is because it not only comes with the professional liability, the general liability, there's a good Samaritan coverage in there for 25,000. There's a loss of earnings coverage up to 10,000. There's assault on you coverage up to 25,000. There's rental damage up to 100,000. If you sign a lease, they're going to require you to have some type of rental damage insurance. We included in ours. Um, there's deposition expense coverage up to 10,000 and then product coverage up to a million. So if a product you use causes a burner or allergic reaction or an injury, that's all covered. And that's all within our program at that low cost that we were talking about. Wow. It's a, it's amazing. Wow. Um, and so we're, if you're a member of the show, we uh, automatically will send you an email with the link for the discounted rates. But if for some reason somebody doesn't want to join the Candid Athletic Training podcast, but they still want to go with you, Joe, what's the best way for them uh, to get a hold of you? Well, the, the easiest way would be to go to Athletic Trainer Insurance Plus and our, you know, our, there's a there's a phone number right on there. There's email addresses. I'll, I'll give you my I'll, I'll give you my email address right here, um, which is jfagan at direct to policyholder dot com. Um, direct to policyholder was the, the, the software we built to facilitate the e-commerce solution here. So, we, so that's where that comes from. But it's J-F-A-G-A-N at direct D-I-R-E-C-T. To policyholder.com, direct to policyholder.com. Otherwise, athletic trainer insurance plus.com. Athletic trainer, which is singular, not trainers, mm -hmm. athletic trainer insurance mm -hmm. plus.com. I just say that because half the time I'll type in athletic trainer. When I, when I first started this, I would sure. type in athletic yeah. trainers. We still no, need to buy that URL, although we haven't yet. Anyway, athletic trainer insurance plus.com. Love it. This is amazing. Yeah. So we're super excited. Um, we're happy that it's, we're, it's here. It's, it's official, so we wanted to bring you on. Um, like I said, we uh, in a couple of months we can do this again uh, and just talk about yeah. insurance in general and and the state of liability. I, I don't know. <laughs> Nothing sounds more exciting than that to me. <laughs> so yes, love it. Oh, uh, appreciate great. it a lot, Joe. I'm sorry. Appreciate it a lot. We, 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 like really, thank you for coming on. Thank you for talking insurance. Actually, making it pretty exciting. Um, saving money is always exciting and knowing that like there is an insurance company out there that's working towards, um, their members, you know, and I, I think actually trying to also figure out how to have insurance for multiple different, 
uh, professionals, I, I think is very, very cool because I'll tell you right now, um, the last month trying to find insurance for this new space that I just built, um, and figuring all that out, it, I've talked to many different insurance companies and some of them are just confused at what we do and they, they don't get what an athletic trainer is. So the fact that an insurance company is taking that step to do that, that's pretty awesome. And we appreciate it. Well, thank you. That's it's, I can't, I'll never hear enough of that. I really appreciate the kind words. It really validates what we're doing. We love what we do. And we, you know, insurance was never something I would have originally thought I would have gotten into, but I'll be honest with you. After being in this business for as long as I have and seeing the people that we protect and the stories I hear, this is, I, I, I absolutely love it. And to be able to do this is it, it, it's, it's delightful. And thank you guys for the platform. Yeah. All right, Joe. All thank right, you Joe. so much. Take have care. a good night. Thanks again. Thank you. Take care. All right. Really cool. Well, you know, I mean, if anybody's got more questions, um, you heard his email address directly, um, Joe Fagan, and I think reach out to him. Uh, you can reach out to us if you didn't catch the email address, and we probably can pass that on to you. It's athletictrainerinsuranceplus.com. You could probably find a lot of answers there. Um, it sounds like they have a pretty good website to navigate and make it easy to get your insurance. That's pretty cool. It's it's awesome. Yeah, this is something we've been working on for a while. Well, I should say Chad's been working on for a while. Um, we all need insurance. We all need professional liability insurance. And we thought, hey, how cool would it be if there could be a discount associated with Canada Athletic Training Guys? And here we are. We're live. We're doing it. And we'll send. I'm gonna I'm gonna send out the link um, tonight after the show to yeah. all of our current members, and then every member as you sign up. Um, you'll get it. You'll get like an automated, just hey, here's how you save money. That's so cool. So cool. So, all right, let's let's do it. Let's do our weekly shenanigans. Let's do it. <laughs> Shoot, I pushed the wrong one. Yeah, That's okay. So, so before we get into tonight, we do have a couple other sponsors we want to thank. Uh, smart Tools. Um, check smarty, them out. Smarty smart pants. Tools. Uh, SmartToolsPlus.com. Uh, 10% off uh, anything that Smart Tools has to sell by using the code CANDID10. CANDID10. And, you know, just a reminder, we will be having them on in a little over a April. month. April. April. Um, kind I think of it's in, the first Tuesday in April. Yeah, in conjunction with their new BFR cuffs they just come out, they've come out with. So you can pre-order them now. Um, Did you I, order yours already? No, I got to get a hold of Ed and Yeah, for Nick. sure. Um, I want to talk to them directly and see if I can't uh, figure out how to even maybe in the future set up a little, uh, you know, show and tell here at the space. Yeah, you should. That'd be awesome. <clears throat> Who's next? Uh, human kinetics. Hey, learn some stuff. How many CUs do you think we've given away so far? Well, we have three left. So nine times six is 54. We've given away 54 CEUs courtesy of human kinetics. Uh, we have 18 CEUs to give out. We have three more courses that are six CEUs each. Um, so they've been a sponsor for now. It must be four and a half months. So thank you to them. You can get 20% off any of their CEU courses uh, by using the code CANDIDCEU. So check them out at humankinetics.com. So um, so that's everyone that we have to thank. Uh, Kevin. Joyce or me? You. <laughs> what do you want to do? 
Where do you um, want to go with this? Let's go fat. Fat. Fatty, 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 fatty. All right, Kevin. Um, I'm obsessed right now with The Last of Us, but we didn't want to spoil anything for anybody who hasn't seen it yet. So yeah. we thought, what's another show that's in that same genre? Yeah. It's one of the biggest shows ever, Probably. I would think. Yeah, I've never seen a single second of it, no. but we asked... Which character from The Walking Dead? The Walking Dead would make the best athletic trainer, and why? And just also, man, I'll tell you what that the beginning credits, the song, man, it gets it gets you moving every single time. Does it? Man, there, there's something there's something about that, right? The opening song to a sh- TV show. Oof, it's kind of like when you start watching a Marvel movie or something. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah, The Walking Dead. I mean, there's a million characters. And so I will say, anybody listening, you know, give us your, who you think. Um, like, who, who do you think from The Walking Dead would have would have done well so, as an athletic trainer? So we put it up on social media, and I'm give going to, to uh, <clears throat> read some of our responses on Candid underscore ATC Twitter. Uh, Lauren White said, oh, she said nothing because my phone went dead. Uh, Herschel. Trust this computer. Herschel also had medical training and was cautious, maybe too cautious. He was a veterinarian. Uh, Glenn, kind, resourceful, Mm -hmm. compassionate. Uh, Josh Dossie said, Carl, he just shows growth and maturation like an AT career. Has seen trauma and adapted and overcame. That was my, that's, yep, okay. That's who you were going to say, Carl? No, my whole point of Carl, I I wrote him down, was the fact that, like, I mean, this kid has become stone from everything that he's seen, and now in a bad way, you know, because he saw a lot of cra- really crappy things and had to do a lot of crappy things when he was like seven years old. But he 100% has adapted to the environment he is in and has very much like, um, yeah, he's he's hardened, hardened athletic trainer as a young youngster. Ed said uh, Negan because no one would mess with him and his baseball bat. Hell yeah. Uh, and on the live stream he said because I, w- I could be as blunt as he is and he takes no crap and he has a phenomenal read on people. He does, actually. He, and, I, and he Negan is honestly as much as um, he's quote-unquote a bad guy um, would make a pretty good athletic trainer. Uh, Keith Shireman said, I think Daryl would be a good AT. He is very resourceful and can fix anything. And then Andre Tracker. Rivera, the second said a Walker. And I don't know what that means. A zombie. A Walker. Any zombie would be. Yeah. Cause they're just walking around, just blind, blindly following where the food is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> literally, literally just trying to find food. Just, you know, Oh, there's food over there. I'm going to walk over there. Oh, there's food over there. I'm going to walk over there. <laughs> And not thinking. So who do you have? You've got some things written down over there. Well, I mean, the classic characters, you know, Rick, you know, he... Is that Rick Cox? Rick Cox, yeah. Rick Cox might have played the... Uh, he might have been a good good person to play that part. Um, he's a sheriff, okay? He's a, he's a cop. Um, so all the things that come with that. But he's a tough one. Because he's he becomes this this leader and everybody's looking to him, and but he struggles with it, and he he has his moments that he breaks down and he he's not quite as good of a leader. And then sometimes he's like the ultimate leader and he's the one that did 
did the dirty work and had to do the dirty work so that his people were safe. He seems more like the coach that half the team loves and half the team is like, uh, I think maybe he's just a hard ass and he's really, I don't know, I don't know if he can, I don't know if this is really the right spot for me. He's a little more of a coach. Interesting. Okay. I think, at least. Um, I agree with Daryl. So Daryl is, Daryl is all things outdoorsman. Um, he survivalist. Very, very, very much a survivor. He makes makes do with the least amount. He knows how to make a kick ass motorcycle. Um, he's a tracker, so he's really he's really good at following the clues to a solution, following the the clues to a you know find a human or anything else. Um, resourceful. He also, he goes from being this, like, I'm a loner and I'm, I'm the only, like, I only care about me and like, you know, F all y'all. But then he ends up being like pretty much an ultimate team player. Hmm. And he's, he learns how to work with the team and he learns how to, you know, use his skill set to its best capabilities, but then also be there for other people in a, in a very sneaky way. So he's actually a pretty solid case. Um, Carol, Carol is just, she goes from being scared, not knowing much, um, to just an ultimate badass. Now, I would say. Who's the main character in this? Originally, Rick. Okay. Originally, it's Rick. The sheriff. Yeah. Okay. Like, he's, that's, the series starts off with Rick. Um, and then it just morphs into the family, the 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 group that is the group, and you know, no spoilers, I would say. Um, now Carol's got her issues. She's she becomes she goes from being like that like motherly figure to a little bit more of like more of a loner to then a little bit more of a team player. I mean, she she ebbs and flows in this world of. Um, even at times, like you're not allowed to show compassion in this new world. You're just, you're just going to have to do what I say. And sometimes that doesn't really go well with athletic trainers. Maggie, smart leader, um, very much grows into a character that is who people look to for answers. Mm. If, if they if somebody needs a thought out very logical but then also compassionate answer Maggie's your your person uh, Glenn was mentioned he's kind of everybody loves Glenn I mean it I'd, I'd be hard pressed to find somebody that doesn't doesn't like Glenn um, but at the same time you know I think he's Well, I don't know. He's kind of he's kind of a worker. He's kind he's kind of like he's somebody that you can always count on to be there, get the job done, and also not necessarily complain that maybe life is hard. Mm. You know. So he's who's al- the- he's also a lover. 
Do you have anybody else written down there? Or no. There's plenty of people, but I mean, Carl, Let's, Carl, Michonne, Michonne, badass, quiet, does her thing. She also is very, very interestingly like in tune with people. Mm-hmm. Like she can, she can relate to a lot of different people, even though she doesn't necessarily come off as this. Uh, people person, we'll, we'll say it. Like, I mean, she's kind of... I'm a people person. She's kind of like standoffish a little bit in the beginning. She figures out answers to problems different than everybody else. Mm. Um, and so I think there's there's that this aspect of thinking outside the box, and she she does a really good job at that. Um, she's also a badass. Now, there's... There's probably another 20 characters on the show sure. that you can bring up that like, oh, well, this person has medical training or well, this person has that. Let's do rapid fire here. Okay. Who's the best multitasker? Ooh, multitasker. Um, bu- 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 bu. Go ahead and answer on the live stream too. Yeah. I'm just going to say Maggie. Maggie or Daryl. Best multitasking. Like two, okay. two different directions of multitasking. Uh, Michonne? Kevin Michonne. said Michonne. Uh, how about yeah. this? She's a good multitasker too, though. Best under pressure. Oh. Not Rick. Daryl. Daryl, I, w- I would say Daryl's the one that can straight face people and be like, uh, not he's, he's not blinking, but he might cry in the corner after everybody's gone. Like we do as athletic trainers, everybody's gone. We're in our, we're in our like office. Carol's a good one too. That's actually a solid choice for that as well. Best taper, taper, hand, hand, eye, coordination, dexterity, whatever you want to call it. If I had to guess, I'm trying to think if there was any kind of like episode where like somebody had to tape something because there is like there's a there's lots of times where like somebody's got to like bandage somebody up because. You know, whatever they got cut or whatever. Um, Herschel maybe because he, I mean, he's pretty familiar with the medical supplies. Um, Let's just go Herschel. All right. Uh, Best at evals. Best like thought provoking questions. Dig deeper. Oh, oh, the actual questions of the eval. I'm gonna say. Yeah, is not Rick, gonna, Rick has his questions is that he asks everybody. So we're just going to go Rick. He's got his three questions he asks everybody. It's like the same three questions? Yeah, and it's how he it's how he gauges whether or not somebody's like kind of uh been living this new age world the same. Ooh, Negan. Negan. Ooh, that, oh, Negan for sure. No, I changed my great great one cap. Negan Negan is definitely the best eval cuz he would ask you a question to get you probably like off your toe, like like on your toes, like you're, oh my god, oh my god, and then like he's gonna ask another question to like ebb and flow this way, in all in order to get the answer that you never thought you were actually gonna give. He's definitely a master manipulator with questions. How about this? Um, best uh, at coming up with a rehab plan. Thought out long term plans. Maggie, for sure. Maggie. We'll go Maggie. Maggie, 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 Maggie. And the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, not that this, I don't know, we've never really asked it this way. But, uh, personality, like who? who's going to have the respect of the athletes? 
the most. I want to say, I think Daryl is going to, I think Daryl's going to be the athletic trainer that all the athletes want to be around, even though he's kind of like, ah, no, like, I don't need to, I don't need to see you. I think Maggie I'm going to go Maggie. There was a Glenn or Morgan. Uh, Ooh, Morgan. Oh, Morgan. He's an interesting fella. Morgan. I forgot about Morgan as a possibility. Um, so, over, so overall, give me your top two here. Because we'll probably have a couple of these on our, our Morgan, fat bracket coming up. Morgan kind of like skyrocketed. Um, Maggie, for sure. And I think Negan. I think Negan, honestly. All right, Maggie and Negan? Yeah. I think Maggie and Negan. I'll take your word for it. I've not seen it. So, um, I'd be interested. You've not seen The Last of Us. Nope. But you've seen this. How, where, like, is this in your top 10 favorite shows of all time? It was climbing there for sure. Um, until, I, I don't know what season is, but I'd say, the, it's the classic show that you watch the first three seasons and you're like, oh my God, like this is a great show. And then the fourth season you're like, oh man, they just like, they just redid like the exact same storyline. And then the next season you're like, okay guys, no, like literally can we come up with something new? And then it gets interesting again. Um, you know, classically, you, as you can imagine, end of the world kind of show they're going to kill off people when you don't want them to be killed off, um, things like that. I would say if you would have asked me this question after the first six seasons, I would have said, yeah, this this is probably going to be in my top ten shows. Now, no. No, I wouldn't say it. But I am re-watching it slowly. I, I think I'm in season four. Sure. I want to say it's better the second time around. I'm catching things that I didn't catch before. Um, but I, I wouldn't put it in my top ten, though. They, okay. they, and I, I don't know the end of the show. I, I have not seen, like, the last... I never saw the last two seasons. Um, and so, therefore, it, it might surprise me. I have no idea. But the fact that I didn't even know whether or not the show was over tells me yeah. there's some kind of like everybody fell off and kind of said, you guys, this show, yeah, you went on way too long. Fair enough. I'd be interested to see if people who have seen both would like which one they'd like more, The Last of Us or The Walking Dead. I bet right now, I mean, with the with the publicity and the like how much people are talking about The Last of Us, I, I hear The Last of Us being talked on like podcasts, and they're like, "Oh my god, have you seen this show?" Yeah, and I mean, it's well done. Yeah, so I I would assume right now people are like, "No, this is going to be an amazing show." I've got one buddy who who has seen both, and he said, "The Last of Us is really well executed, like visually, it's like really pretty cool." And I I think I don't know. It's one of those shows of Walking Dead. It's like, oh, who would you who would you be? Kind of idea. I don't know if I said this last week, but I have a a running total, or mm-hmm. I've got a, I've got a notebook yeah. at work. Yeah. Where on the left side, I'm keeping track of everything I'm watching this year. I'm gonna rate, like, give it a rating. Yeah. And then on the right, I've got the everything I want to 
watch. Yeah. A little Cisco and Ebert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Remember those guys? Jeez. Yeah. Now people just do it on podcasts. Yeah, like ours. That They might be close to, I mean, they might be like the original movie podcast. It's kind of they, they They were before their time. They were. They were. All right. What's next? So The Walking Dead. Thank you. Um, do you want to do our, yeah, we can do our top five. Top cinco. Uh, I should probably calculate them. I don't know how to say top in Spanish. Um, I don't know either. Uh, so, Kevin, <clears throat> top five survey this week. Arriba. We asked 100 athletic trainers in a given month, how many meals do you miss because of work? How many meals a month do I miss because of work? Yeah. Good thing I'm not counting this month because it's too many. Um, all right. One. I miss one meal a month for, for work. I miss 10. 10 meals a month. And then I got logical about it. I said four. One a week. I miss one meal a week. One a day. 30. And then I thought, what if you only work Monday through Friday? <laughs> then I'm gonna miss 20 meals a week because of work. So you, had I'm one, sorry, 20 20 meals a month. 20, 30, 4, 10, and one. Correct, sir. Okay. Um. I'm, oh boy, we had a tie. I mean, we had basically we had the top four, but then we had. Uh, one, two, three, four, five things tied for fifth place. So we had a top nine. <laughs> Do you want me to just go with the top, top four? four. <clears throat> so the top four this week. Um, 11 athletic trainers said that they miss 20 meals a hey. month. I'm there. We'll circle that one. Um, we had a tie for second place. Mm-hmm. 13 athletic trainers apiece said they would miss 15 or 10. Oh, okay. Uh, and then in first place, 21 athletic trainers said they miss zero, zero meals a month. Wow. So I think that's really interesting. Huh. That's phenomenal. Good you for you. You shouldn't. You should not. Miss meals because you're working too much. I do it all the time. I do. T- well, I don't anymore. I, I don't anymore, but I did in the traditional setting. Yeah. So, all right. So think about that. 21 people said they don't miss any. That means 79 out of 100 athletic trainers miss at least one meal a month. I mean, I would, I, I could comfortably 80%. say. Four out of five athletic trainers are not eating three meals a day. I at least, I at least miss three meals a week. Now, it would be interesting to see which meals you're missing. Like, did people answer? Mine's tough because my schedule's everywhere. If, when I was at the, the setting, I would most likely miss lunch. Or, I guess, or breakfast. Sometimes I wouldn't, I would just... Shit, I guess. I don't know. I would never miss dinner because I would just eat whenever I got home, whether that was 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. You know, maybe that's, you know, 4. Right. You know, it didn't matter. I would eat when I got home. 
but while I'm at work, if I did not prep for the the day, and I did not order out, yeah, yeah, I I will for sure multiple times a week. Even sometimes I'll I'll bring a lunch, and sometimes I don't get to it. But isn't that crazy? Why why can we not? Why is it okay? For us to not take time for ourselves. I don't know. I mean, I, I think for myself, I, I chose my schedule. Like, I think in my setting, if I don't get to it, it's just because of, I've been busy enough that it hasn't been like, oh, I need to stop and eat, right? And not that that's necessarily a good thing, but it's also... I'm not somebody that's like I eat when I'm hungry. Like so, you're like a dog. Yeah, totally. No, not really, because my dog eats <laughs> when I yeah, my dog eats when I put food in his bowl. Sure. Um, my dog's the opposite. You, yeah, yours is the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say, I don't know, and and my schedule, my schedule is not. Well, right now it's very busy. But traditionally at the clinic, I mean, I'm truly only seeing patients for like 25 hours a week. Um, but they're all over the place. Like some, some are early mornings and some are like afternoon, some are some, like tonight. I treat people until seven o'clock at night. And so each day is just like this little bit different. Like on the days that I'm here until seven, sometimes I eat dinner at the clinic. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I wait until I get home. Um, and that's like, I don't know. My I I'm not consistent with it, so I'm I guess I'm a bad example. So let, let me I just I don't think it's necessarily like I don't take time for myself or anything. Well, seventy nine out of a hundred people are not getting three meals a day. Is that is do you that, need three meals a day? Well, that's where I was going. <laughs> As a society, do we eat too much? Is that what we're yeah, saying? Uh, the answer is yes, but you know. Unless you're like a body. As a healthcare professional, yeah. Should we be nourishing ourselves three times a day? Is three times a day too much? Is are we supposed to be setting an example? There's a lot to this question. I I'm I don't know. Is this do you follow the food pyramid? Do as I say, not as I do, (laughs) kind of thing with your athletes. Like, no, you should be eating three times a day, but I'm not gonna. I mean the caloric in you know an athlete needs more food than somebody who's not an athlete, I think that's safe to say. Although, I mean, I would need, say they need if, more calorie intake for the most part. You're burning more calories for the most part, but it's just kind of how you get those calories. And man. some, and some people, it's just like to get them to be three times a day. You know, it just doesn't. That's not what works best for their body. I, you know what? Here's the thing. Yeah, I think if it's dealer's choice, if it's you doing it upon yourself, so be it. Hey, you know what? I'm not hungry. I'm not going to eat right now. But I think the problem is the profession gets to be this, I am so jam-packed that I wasn't afforded the time to eat. Mm. That's a problem. Would you agree with that? In a way. um, I think your settings are very dependent. You know, I mean, are there... Does your setting... I I don't just dis- I don't subscribe to the idea that every athletic trainer should be able to take a half an hour break you in don't? the middle of the day. No, but I also subscribe I subscribe to the idea that if you 
are an athletic trainer and you chose to be an athletic trainer and you chose to be an athletic trainer in the traditional setting, you chose that. Nobody, nobody put a gun to your head and said, you have to work at a college. But, but I guess I have a a small disagreement is in that shouldn't eating and not necessarily exercising, but being able to stop what you're doing for at least a couple minutes and take care of yourself be just as important as, I mean, isn't that more important than maybe the one extra treatment you have to do? I don't know. Shouldn't it be? Shouldn't you put yourself first? Not always. You shouldn't? I mean... I mean you shouldn't put we, yourself first? We talk about this profession also being, like, the reason you get into it is because you put others people, sure. other people ahead of you, right? And that's what... That is a quality, not necessarily a necessity, but a quality that a lot of athletic trainers are really good at and what makes them a good athletic trainer. I also am getting, as I get older and more like, absolutely, what makes more sense? Sure. There, there needs to be a paradigm shift or this like, look, um, let's not play. I think is it is you know is martyr the right word? Like the woe is me. Like look at how like no. Let's let's do let's be, let's make it make sense. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do think that. There should naturally be, in your day, time to eat. Uh, absolutely. Right? I just don't. I don't subscribe to the idea that like, athletic training, is a profession in the traditional setting, that calls for like union break. Like, all right, everybody, stop what you're doing. Sure. Any like, healthcare I, professional. Yeah. I mean, it's. I, there are there. You should have the ability, if you work with other athletic trainers that, you know, your schedules are set up so that you do have this break, right? I don't think where the break could come from is a sacrifice to the athletes, but I do think maybe something there's administrative, maybe there's like busy work that you have to do that like, this is ridiculous. Why am, why is the athletic trainer, um, I don't know. One thing, when I was in baseball, uh, fortunately, before before I was in the minor leagues, they made the switch. But the athletic trainers used to handle all of the food mm-hmm. and all of the travel arrangements. Well, why? Like, I'm an athletic trainer. I'm supposed to be here for, like, injuries and so forth. Yeah. Like, why am I responsible for making sure that um, the – visiting clubhouse or whatever has enough peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Sure. Like that kind of thing is not athletic training, but we take it on. But I, do I ever think that like we should do one less treatment so that we can eat? Absolutely not. A hundred percent. I guess I'm just not subscribed to the fact that if I took 15 minutes to take care of myself, that my patients are going to suffer that much. Yeah, maybe. Right. But like, see, again, when is that? Like, can you take 15 minutes just, like, it's halftime, you know? It's like, okay, it's halftime for me, too. I'm Sometimes eat, I would. Right? Sure. I'm sure you ate, you know, ate in the dugout. I mean, I, I, think, I, think, there's, <laughs> I think there needs to be some planning around it. Like, you know sure. you know what your day sort of is going to look like. You can't guarantee when an injury is going to happen. But mm-hmm. you know, hey, today I just have practice. Today I have a game. Here's where the, you know when pregame is, you know when postgame treatments are, yada, yada, yada. You can figure out a schedule and have some flexibility, but I'm just saying, 
taking 10 to 15 minutes to take care of yourself should be, to me, a bigger priority. Anytime you said 15 minutes, I just wanted to say 15% on your car. Yeah, (laughs) you should have. And I'm like, we just just had insurance on. Because you said you don't subscribe to the fact that we deserve a 30-minute break. I don't think, no, I I think we deserve. I I don't, don't get me wrong. I just don't think that it is this, like, that needs to be built into traditional athletic training settings. Like, because athletic training is unique, and it's a very um, different environment to be working in. Sure. Just just like nursing, just like sure. you know, being a teacher, whatever. I mean, it, it is what it is, but... Maybe it's just I got old and... I oh, it's like for sure. I mean, like 10 years ago, you you didn't have this mentality whatsoever. Yeah. Like whatsoever. You were like, I don't know. I just don't eat. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, I, I had a bar. That's I brought, what, that's I brought what my it was. gluten-free bar. And, and I, I, I would consider that eating, I guess. <laughs> sure. If you have like a yeah, a bar or a shake, a w- meal, meal replacement, whatever. Yeah, and I, I will say, you know, there's, I mean, there's a lot of factors there, but I think. Um, but, may- but maybe. I don't think it should be like this standardized thing, though, like. It, again, like so, the eight-hour day, right? When it, whenever that came about, and like I forget what yeah. the years, like, and th- that was a necessary thing because people were being like driven into the ground by employers that like there had to be some sort of standard of like what a full day looked like. Yeah, I don't think athletic training necessarily has to or should really in the traditional setting be like, nope, you can't work any more than eight hours. I, I think it's it's part of the profession. Sure. You you worked ten to twelve hour days all the time and then you got two months off. Yeah. Like it's just part of it. And even like I, I think like teachers, I mean, my sister in law is like what like the first thing she says and she's half joking, but it's like, why are you a teacher? June, July and August. Yeah. I get the three months three best months in my state off. Yeah. Every single year. I think maybe the the devil's advocate argument to that is is if we had some more built in downtime, you know, if we had those if we were afforded the hey, you know what, you deserve a, a lunch break or some downtime sure. or whatever maybe you don't get burned out as fast. Maybe instead of be, being in the the traditional setting fifteen years, I would have stayed twenty. Maybe, I, think, I don't know. I think 100% the argument should be not necessarily how do we change, like, that individual workplace. How do, how do we get more athletic trainers? There should be two athletic trainers covering so somebody can, a certain sport, So right? somebody can take the Jimmy Jones yeah. run. or Exactly. Or even down to, like, traveling, right? You've traveled numerous times in your career. We've talked about it. Sometimes traveling is nice. Yeah. Because it's like sometimes you do less. Yeah. You're gone and you miss stuff, but sometimes you do less. Your days are shorter. You can't get to the field as early. You know, you don't have the option to do X, Y, and Z, and so you just can't do it. So sometimes you don't need two athletic trainers. You only need one. I When I was in NBA, the NBA for like two years, I wasn't in the NBA, but I helped out with the NBA. Um, there was one team, the Celtics at that time, uh, Miami Heat come in, three athletic trainers, a physical therapist, a massage therapist, strength conditioning guy for 12 guys traveling. 
then some other team. There's four athletic trainers. There's another team is two athletic trainers, two physical therapists. Boston Celtics, one guy. Yeah. It was the one guy. And I was like, you're the only guy. And he's like, yeah, there's 12 guys. Like what? Like do you do you see me doing anything right now? I just oh I t- I taped that guy. Okay, cool. Yeah, like he's like it's unnecessary, right? Sometimes it, and it's overkill in professional ranks, but at the same time, that maybe one person travels this road trip, maybe another person travels another road trip. I I think it's a case for like we got to get more athletic trainers, not necessarily change the profession. We need more athletic trainers and more employers saying. You guys are fucking valuable. We need more of you. Absolutely. And then you would get breaks. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap up with our F. Mary Kill tonight. How does that sound? Yeah. I live for one. the funk. Who is this uh, from again? This is from uh, David Piker. Ika. Last week he said um, he brought this up on the show. Ah, on the you look stream. like a boxer. Uh, he wanted us to do, you know, we always don't get, we don't always get called the right thing. <laughs> Asshole? Well, I mean, oh. <laughs> yeah. You know, we don't always get called athletic trainer. We don't. Uh, and we talked about the, uh, what was the word we used? Um, nomenclature. The nomenclature. Yeah. Thank you. I, I'm mm-hmm. the one. Yeah. So, so is the nomenclature important? And so um, F. Mary Kill being called the three various Man. spinoffs of, that we hear most often. Yeah. Trainer, coach, mm. and doc. Mm. It's it, it's an interesting one. I, I okay, so I'm gonna kill Doc. I'm not. Mm, what's I'm up, not, Doc? I'm not a doctor. Yeah, I'm just not like. Um. I yeah. It's a really just. It's a strong argument. Are you a coach? Sure, a little bit. I can a coach. I can coach you yeah. through some movement patterns. Yeah, I mean, I I think for the most part, I'm coaching you through. You know, maybe some. We'll call it. Uh. Sports wellness, you know, movement. I, I don't know. Yeah. So I'm, I, that, and that's, I'm, I'm going to F that one. And then I'm going to marry trainer. I, I will gladly marry trainer. I've said it before. It doesn't bother me. Um, it gives me an opportunity to talk about the profession, it gives me an opportunity to yeah, just maybe sometimes not talk about the profession. I, I don't know. I, I think there's, it doesn't insult me. I, I'm not saying it shouldn't insult other people. It doesn't. It doesn't bother me. Sure. So, I guess my my wife doesn't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wish I could argue with you here, but I mm-hmm. I think I totally agree. I think you have to marry of these three. I just can't. I also can't stand when people are called doc and they're not doctors. Like Wait, it, bo- it bothers me. Does it bother you when people call themselves doc? Or like when people like, it doesn't bother me if somebody says, "Oh, I'm Doctor So and So." That that doesn't bother me. Um, I think it's a, I don't know. It's kind of letting you. Uh, nah, no, it doesn't bother me when when somebody's actually a doctor. I don't know. I think it does bother me slightly that like there. I wish there was a distinction between being a doctor and what we all like. Associate being a doctor, MD, an MD, a medical doctor. I wish there was a distinction between that and people getting their doctorate. Sure. Not that I don't think that you should be 
um, respected for doing that much effing work to get your doctorate. I just think like, why are they all called the same thing? Like, why does everybody have the same initials before their names? Like, it's, it's weird to me. Yeah. I think it's weird that there's DPTs. I think it's weird. You're not a, you're not a doctor. Like you're no, a doctor of physical therapy. Yeah, you're a doctor of something, right? So they should be a, a doe? I don't know. Doctor of? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> there, there are, there are does. There's DOs everywhere. Which are great doctors. So would a doctor of athletic training be a dote? A dote. Ooh, the dotes and the goats. The dotes and the goats. The dotes and the goats. The doctor of. We're just I, would, start I, would, I would definitely walk around if I had my doctor in athletic training being like, I'm, the I'm a dote. <laughs> Dat. Uh, um, yeah, I, a trainer, is as much as we bitch about it, it's the closest thing to... I, it's still in the name. People are just lazy. It's just shortened. People are just lazy. It's like me calling you Kev. It's not really your name. It's just yeah. shortened a version. We're going to get yeah. mad. Uh, and I, it's all about intent. It is all about intent. There, really there's, is. there's, for all intents purposes, there's, there's trainer and trainer, and it can mean two different things. It can be like well intended, like, yeah, I just shortened it, or it can be I have no idea what you do. Absolutely. So I think intent is really yeah. what's the most important thing. So, um, and I do in terms tra- of coach, I don't know, like, I don't like it. I, I really don't like it when people. Do call athletic trainers coach? Like, yeah, it's weird to me. Like, there's, there's, you're not the coach. You're not the sport coach. I mean, yeah, there's, I mean, at no point is there like anywhere in athletic training that like the word coach really is applied to us. I think people just are like, you're not a player on the team. And so, therefore, you're a coach because you're, you are, you are like the coaches live. I should put my hand over here. Your coaches live here, right? Like they're they're supposed to be a little bit more respected and like know what they're talking about. And then the players are all supposed to be learning from those people. And so people just kind of lump us in. Yeah, I don't know. I it, it doesn't bother me as much as if somebody was like calling an athletic trainer doc. Now, granted, there are doctor athletic trainers, and so I guess you can do that. Are we more? Nah, I'm not even yes, we're more we're more like a doc than we are a coach, are we? Correct. I mean, I I do think so. Yeah, one hundred percent. I'm not. We're I'm like not like Doctor Light. Yeah, one hundred percent. I love. That's the new business name, Doctor Lights, Light <laughs> Light Doctors. Uh, shit. We can spend diet 50. Diet Doctors, Diet <laughs> Doctor Peppers. <laughs> <laughs> this show is gone. <laughs> Too long. <laughs> we just hit the skid marks. Oh, we did. Uh, that's all I got. That's all. I, I yeah, got let's too. shut it down. So, thanks to Joe Fagan for jumping on with us tonight. At FI Training Insurance Plus. Uh, make sure to become one. Step one: get yourself a Canada FI Training yeah. uh, podcast membership. Step two: get discounted rate on yeah. FI Training Insurance Plus. It's that simple. Yep. 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 And uh, if you aren't a member, but you still want to. What appears to be one of the lower prices in your in your athletic training professional liability insurance and general liability. I mean, go check them out. Uh, athletic Trainer Insurance Plus. Thank you to our other sponsors. Uh, Healthy Roster. Go to Healthy Roster for all your EMR needs. They are the best. Dan and all the folks over there are amazing. Thank you to Smart Tools. Um, 
they really have some great products. Candid 10 will be your code as a listener to the Candid Athletic Training Podcast, 10% off all of their products over there. Human Kinetics, um, Candid CEU for 20% off all of their, you know, uh, they got books, basically. It's a lot of books, audiobooks, or um, where you can actually read. Um, why can't I think of the, or, yeah, like an online course. Um, pretty great. I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds of books on there that you, you can learn whatever the hell you want. Uh, Candid CEU. We also have a few more free CEUs to give away. Uh, six six CEUs each time we give one away. Three of our lucky listeners. So if you want to become a uh, Canada Athletic Training member to get those discounts on insurance and then possibly get some free CEUs, um, do it. CanadaAthleticTraining.com. We'll see you guys all later. Bye. Bye. Thank you.